This podcast is called Real Estate News Radio with Rowena Patton. Rowena is the leader of the top home selling team in the mountains of beautiful Western North Carolina. She's taught and coached dozens of teams across the nation. She's the best-selling author of a book entitled Find Your Unique Value Proposition. It went bestseller on day two of its launch in 2017. She hosts a popular radio show, the Real Estate News Radio Show, that's been syndicated on iHeartRadio since 2010. Let's drop in on a part of Real Estate News Radio with Rowena Patton. Good morning, Chris. How are you doing this morning? I'm well. How are you, Ro? Good. Calling in from Dallas, correct? Yes, ma'am. What's the weather like in I'm Dallas? Doing some this beautiful. Uh, it is sunny and seventy. So I'm. Uh, it's one of those few days we discussed that we actually get uh, one of our four seasons. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, that is rare, isn't it? And I asked Chris on the show because. I saw this report, which had a headline, YOLO economy, burned out and flush with savings. Some workers are quitting stable jobs in search of post-pandemic adventure. Is this true or is it just one of those headlines, Chris? Well, it, for some folks, it is true. And for some fun, some folks, it's just a headline. Yeah. Um, you know, I, we're, we're definitely seeing that a lot of people are realizing that Maybe they spend too much time at work and um, and they want to spend more time with family because they've gotten to over the last, you know, what, 12 to 15 months. Mm-hmm. So it, we're definitely seeing a lot of people vacating roles, but really it's it's turning into just moving to new organizations. Mm, interesting. Yes, a lot of people moving around right now. Well, here in Asheville and in the mountains, all around the mountains, Western North Carolina, Employers are, f- are just finding it really hard to hire people. Is that the same case everywhere, Chris? Yeah, it, they are. Uh, they are not alone when it comes to finding people to hire. Uh, it is a challenge across the or- uh, the United States. Um, what we're what we're seeing is that there's a ton of people that are just sitting out right now. Um, whether they're sitting at home and enjoying the fruits of the government. Um, allowing them to sit at home and not work or whether they're just, you know, taking time away just to enjoy and maybe move to places like Asheville Mm -hmm. to, um, you know, if they're going to work remote, they might as well have some nice scenery around. Exactly right. And the unemployment rate just ticked up a little bit. So how is it that I just don't understand what what is the baseline? I talk about baselines a lot. Just, for example, in foreclosures, it's never zero. So isn't it healthy between five and six or is it five percent, the unemployment rate? Not that any unemployment rate is healthy, but it's a baseline which is normal. Is that five percent, Chris? Yeah, I would say it's probably 5%. I know it really depends on which vein you're looking in, right? Industry-wise, IT, it's typically about 0%. Yes, Um, interesting. And and the people that are unemployed are the people that choose to be unemployed or what we'll consider unemployable, right? Um, And that's the 5% you're saying. Yes, yes. And And then you have other industries... Um, across the country where construction's booming and they can't find enough construction workers. Um, How about real estate? And, and then you, <laughs> we need some uh, agents. Real estate, well, uh, I, I know about 19 people that have switched their career to being a realtor over the pandemic, wow. um, I, especially because of the boom here in Dallas Yes, with a lot of companies uh, moving here. 
Well, you have a lot um, of IT running... there, don't you? We do. We do. We have a lot of IT, but we, we're lucky enough. We have a lot of different, you know, we have airline, we have IT, we have a lot of really large enterprises, a lot of finance. Um, so typically, no matter what happens in the economy, um, it doesn't hit us too bad. We're, mm-hmm. we're lucky here. Yeah, we're, we're pretty lucky here, too. I think the, the, the major thing right now is finding people. You know, we, we have an amazing staff and we have amazing agents. And we've just hired some more staff to make appointments. And we have too many appointments for agents. Like, we really need some people that want to work and know that real estate is a career. And yes, you can make a lot of money, but you have to, you know, especially in the beginning. I, I don't, it's not the kind of job where you got to work 80 hours a week to make money. It's that in the beginning, you've got to bust your tush, basically, to mm-hmm. really figure out the business. And, you know, we have an award winning oh, yeah. book, so we've got 12 programs for you to learn that help you set yourself apart from the average agent, you know. And there's lots of things to learn. There's coming on the radio to learn, there's all kinds of things to really get your arms around so we kind of do a boot camp for that first month and it's interesting especially the younger agents are like oh this is hard work i don't know if i want to do this this is hard you know i think people think that real estate is easy yeah well and and you know i think the really the hard part that people don't wrap their brain around is that the the hard part of a lot of jobs in this world is building those initial relationships. Yes. Um, and I understand, right, in real estate, you have relationships and you will help people get, you know, if they're an investor, you may help them buy hundreds of homes. Yes. And if they are just a home buyer, you may help them buy three or four mm-hmm. over 20 to 25 years. But those are relationships that didn't just start through a text message. Right. Right. And somebody <laughs> what fell are you in love with there, you Chris? because you hit them with the right text message, you know. Um, but you, so that's the, I think. Chris, yeah, I have sorry. to get you on no. that. So you are youthful you are you are not in your 50s or 60s or 70s and you're saying don't just text people pick up the phone is that what you're suggesting here young man <laughs> oh 100 percent. it's always um i'm i always tell my team right i lead a team of sales folks and i always tell them it is okay to text for a conversation or to get somebody's time because as we all know People are on their phones all the time. Yes. Their text response is much faster than an email response. It's mm-hmm. easy to ignore an email. I don't know what it is, but for some reason, if you get a text, people just respond, and they respond a lot faster. So uh, we we talk about texting them to get their attention, but then setting the precedence that immediately after that, you need time to talk because yes. you don't build yeah. relationships through texting. Plus, you also allow a potential client to keep you at bay and they hold the power through that text platform, right? If you've never set the precedence to build a relationship to communicate. I feel like I'm listening to coaching right now from an expert for both people (laughs) in a sales role and somebody that is talking to people who want to get into really good employment, something that they're passionate about. You know, as well as employers, frankly, hiring people and making those relationships and building a bench. Can you talk for a minute about building a bench, Chris? Yeah. So as far as building a bench, um, you know, I, I assume you're talking about, you know, your potential customers or clients in yes. the future, correct? Yes. Or employees. Um, yes. 
Yeah, yeah. And well, and I think part of it, one, that has to always be happening. That can never stop no matter how busy you are. You have to allot some time every week, whether it's I have to wake up earlier on Thursday mornings Mm -hmm. to shoot out these messages or make these calls or whatever it is. You have to always be combing because you never know in that time when you're missing that next best that next big thing that's coming right and if you're not always prospecting because you're always too busy well then that that's an opportunity lost right to whether build your team potentially bring on a new employee um but it has to always happen because you're always in different phases with every different person Mm -hmm. whether it's a client or whether it's a new employee you're in different phases so some may be in the brand new onboarding some may still be in the courting phase some may be in the i've got an established relationship with you and no matter what you're not calling anyone else you're only calling me Mm -hmm. and so as you're in all of those phases with each of these people, well, you have to treat them all as such. And if you don't create, if you don't keep filling the top of the funnel, it will eventually dry out on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and you're also saying, I think I'm hearing there, don't just do an Instagram post and think you're done. <laughs> No, no. Well, and and I'm yeah, and I'm going to I'm going to blow your mind on this one, Ro. Um, So you said I'm youthful. Uh, I don't I don't always feel youthful in mind because I'm I'm not on social media. Um, I use LinkedIn and that's about it because it's the professional platform that I've seen out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Because this day and age, um, if you're if you're looking to start with an organization or get a job or anything like that, that's where people go. They go. Let me go research this person on Facebook. Let me go see what their Instagram posts look like. Let me see what they say on Twitter. Um, You know, and and my wife's a nurse and. One of the big things in the nursing industry is you don't have negative things facing to the world, right? They, right. they can easily deny you a job because of how you will then represent that organization. Well, and most organizations, correct. And of course, I know you know about, uh, we didn't talk about this when we did our pre-interview. We do, so whenever you're looking for property, whether you're selling or buying or tell your wife this so she can tell all her friends, Homes for Heroes. So this is an organization that because she is a nurse and thank you for her service, she's out there in the front lines, it's police, nurses, uh, so all of healthcare professionals, fire police, veterans and active military. Uh, agents give 25% back off their commission. That's a chunk of cash right there. And yeah, also no reduce commission on selling a home. So make sure she tells all her friends about that because we're all over the country. Yeah, it's There's 20, Homes for Heroes. Homes for Heroes. There's 2,400 of us. And uh, we're always in the top three in the nation. So we can always find you somebody if you need somebody anywhere you're listening this morning. I know we have listeners all over the country. If you're listening in Dallas, so we can find you someone. No, no worries at all. Uh, but yeah, it's it's yeah, a great. That's a, that's a great service. It's a it's a great program. We've we've given back uh, seven hundred eighty six thousand dollars at this point, and we're trying to give back as, a million as quickly as possible. But we need all these healthcare professionals and police and firefighters to call us, teachers as well, of course. Mm-hmm. What, well, what? you know, and and I think that the challenge with y'all reaching the goal of a million is just the uh, availability of homes in the market, right? Exactly is, right. 
you know, you've got, and, and this is a thing we're seeing across the organization and, you know, down in Austin, Austin is the new Silicon Valley is yes. what they're calling it. Right. Yes. And I've, I've got, I've got some of my closest friends that live down there and they're like, Hey, my house has gone up this much in the last three years. You know, some of their home values have doubled yeah, in absolutely. three years, which blows my mind. But you know, the challenge is then, but where would I move to? Yes. I can't afford the next house. Yeah, the salaries so, haven't, unfortunately. So if you, have you ever yes. looked at the, the salary rolls in the last 10 years and, and how much they've increased? Oh, it's it's minuscule. Yeah. And in some jobs, yeah. not at all, right? Because they were pretty high already. But it's, it's low, oh, yeah. it's a handful of percent, whereas houses have increased 20, 30, 50, 100%. So obviously the affordability in, index is in the toilet at this point for homes. You know, I really feel for those of people course. that are trying to move. Well, and, and I think, you know, investors, investors that are investing for like rental properties, um, I think that hurts it a little bit as well because that takes all of those markets off or those houses off the market for people that do want to buy, um, you know, but they, they see it as an investment, which it is. It's a great investment. Right. Um, but that's just, again, takes more of the, you know, Inventory. market away from them. Yeah. Interestingly, yeah, though, a, a lot of investors are dumping homes right now because they know we're at the peak. You know, they are cashing out. I literally had a meeting with somebody yesterday who was cashing out on his home at the lake and cashing out on his current home, which is a very nice newer home in West Asheville, you know, a hot area to live in the city. And he's taking that money and he's renting. And he's on LinkedIn and, you know, he's a highfalutin professional, if you like. And, yeah. you know, he's taking that money and, 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 you know, getting him to a place where he's more mobile because he knows that in the next two or three years he can buy a house at the bottom. You know, maybe... Maybe oh, yeah. In the cycle, seven to 11 years, we're talking about three and a half to five years time will be at the trough, but certainly for less than it's at now. And you may not know, Chris, that Austin, ha well, I'm sure you know Austin is like, keep Austin weird. Um, we are very like <laughs> yeah. Austin. In fact, I went to Austin, I've been to Austin probably 20 times, if not more than that. And I also went there 20 years ago and it looked very like Asheville. We're having all those, you know, highfalutin, uh, hotels coming in and it is developing uh -huh. at a clip and a lot a lot a lot of people moving here because we're in the south and we get the cool mountain air so yeah we, we have a lot of vibe of, of Austin actually we have a lot of people move here from Austin well hopefully they did it a little bit differently for you and they built out the infrastructure before they started making all the buildings uh, yeah. that's, a, that's my that's my challenge with a lot of these cities is yes. they know the growth is coming but then they don't put the roads in for mm -hmm. it um, and then it becomes a nightmare for everyone that lives there. Yeah, that's, I think that's very common everywhere. They've done a reasonable job, but oh my gosh, you know, now we have the traffic reports in the morning that actually mean something, whereas before it was like, oh, there's going to be a traffic jam for two minutes, whereas it's not like yeah, that anymore, yeah, yeah. so we definitely have a lot more traffic. Um, just in our last few minutes here, I would love it if you talk to people that would like a virtual job. You know, so what do you do if you're looking, okay, you want to be in the mountains and you're looking for a virtual job, where do you start looking, Chris? Well, and, and I'll, I think before I, I hop into that row, I, I think one of the challenges that people are, are going to start seeing, and I know I see it a lot now, is that, you know, people have made these moves because they've realized that companies can work remotely, but that doesn't mean that the companies want to you mm -hmm. to work remotely 
once all of these things are lifted, right? So we, we have a lot of our customers that are starting to say, hey, in June and July, we're going to be back in the office. Wow. So then all of these people that have made these moves, you know, they're either going to be out of job or they're going to have to figure a new job in a new market out. Wow. Um, so there, there's all of these trends that are going to happen um, that Can are going to come from all of it. Interesting. You know? So, Can you talk to um, productivity? Because I'm hearing a lot about how, so we all loved it at first and companies were saying, oh, this is great. We thought we couldn't work virtually, but we've figured it out. We're all on Zoom and it's not so bad. And then two or three or four months in, productivity, what I heard at least, really took a dive. Do you have any numbers on that? Do you know anything about that? Um, as far as productivity, I know that it, it says that numbers are up, right? People are more productive now that they're working from home, now that they have shown that they can, um, they know how to do it. Um, they, but I will say we see a dip um, I think as pe- the longer people do work from home, but that's more of the folks that historically worked in a role where they were close with a team and had tight relationships and relied on each other every single day, mm, right? You start seeing an, a dip because they start becoming detached from their team, and then you start feeling like you're on an island. Mm, interesting. So then... So then at that point, that's where your love for the job wanes. And then yeah. that's when you want to make a career change, right? There's, so there's all of these chain reactions behind it. But Very I would say productivity overall for, for those roles um, that people have always worked remotely, like within real estate, right? I, I feel like um, that's very much a remote role. Um, mainly because you're always out mm-hmm. with your customers, out, out traveling. So you don't really have a home base, and it's typically your home. Um, but then, you know, so so there's that, and I feel like industries like yours, they are thriving, right? They know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but other other organizations that you know, typically, like, I take this piece of paper and I hand it to that person. You know, if they haven't made the digital transformation, um, mm. then there's the challenges there. But I feel like that's when they go, like, you know what? Maybe I don't like this. Maybe I should look for it. And then the YOLO economy, hey, you only live once. I might as well be doing something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Well, what you may really enjoy is the interaction with people, not working from home. So you nailed it there, I think. It depends on the person. Some people are really ideally suited to working remotely. And I think, personally, I think many are not. You know, there's a lot of people who realize, oh, like you said, I'm on an island and I like that interaction with people. And I actually want to be in an office and around people, you know, at least for part of the time. So I think it depends on the person as well. And all I'm saying is I don't think everybody is cut out for remote working. I I 100% agree. I can tell you, um, I have kids, little kids at home, so I am not made out for remote working. (laughs) What Um, if you could build an office in your yard? How would that be? Or do you like being in the office? um, I enjoy the office. I actually enjoy the energy of the people around. And and I am one of those people that I've always enjoyed the culture of an office, Mm. right? You get to have fun. You get to grind with people. 
you know, in your world, if you, if you think you have a sale and for something, maybe something on the back end of the loan messes up, then you lose a sale, right? It's the stuff that you can't control that can make your day great, uh, or, or can make it really, really bad. Right. And I, I've always felt like on those days when it, when something you can't control makes your day really bad and you miss a commission that you were really planning on or expecting or, Mm -hmm. you know, had allocated in your brain, that's when it's good to be able to have somebody to turn to and they just go, you know what, Ro, I get it. It happened to me last month. Yeah, exactly right. Or, you know, you can't zoom a hug or um, you can't you can't i've seen people try but you cannot (laughs) yeah it's it's kind of there but it's not the same as being in in person hey chris thank you so much that was wonderful this morning i I know you're an hour early as well so i really appreciate you spending your saturday morning with us a lot of really useful information there and we'll see you next time yeah take care ro y'all have a great weekend thank you so much Rowena Patton here at All Star Powerhouse. Sell it now. Don't wait. Call me at 828-333-4483. Don't let real estate pass you by with All Star Powerhouse.